On this episode of The Third Wheel at Night, we'll be covering the latter half of 10 Things Women Do That Basically Repel Men. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of The Third Wheel Podcast. At night. (sighs) I'm Caleb. I'm Darcy. Why are these so loud? (laughs) What do you mean? The mics seem really loud today. Is it just this is turned up? That's better. Okay, now turn mine back up because I can't hear myself. Perfect. Guys, we have a great show for you today. As per usual, I am stepping down from my role as head of this podcast for one more episode as Darcy leads and steers the conversation in a direction that none of us are prepared for or happy about. No, I'm just kidding. Darcy, take it away. Today, the show is all about you and what you want to talk about. All right. So last week, we covered the first five things of the 10 things women do that Basically, repel men. Repel. Oh, yeah. Sick. With number one being bragging or arrogant, being negative. You don't get him being critical or putting him down. And you're fixated on labels or relationship status. For you, that was the last one. I remember that very specifically. Yeah. Even though I totally talked it up into way higher of a tier. But, you know, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, Anyways. we got five more, do we not? We do. All right. So we got number six here as, wow, this I feel like this should have been a lot higher on the list. Being manipulative. Being manipulative. A guy can sense when he's being manipulated and he'll resent it. Can he? Anyways, I'll, I'll finish the description. Don't do things. <laughs> That was a sidetrack. That wasn't written down. I thought that was written down. You, <laughs> no. you fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a sidetrack. <laughs> don't don't do things to intentionally provoke him and get a certain reaction or a response from him. This is just immature. Healthy relationships are built on open, honest communication. I think a little bit of manipulation is good in a relationship. Re- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we addressed that in one of our, our main show episodes where we talk about, is any manipulation good? And you said no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I just wanted to see if you just nod your head and agree with me and be like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so she's trying to see that if, you know, if I tune her out, like she tunes me out. But alas, you can't get rid of me that easily. Well, I just like the wide eyes, like, what the? F- <laughs> I'm trying to think, because I, I can't remember what I said on that episode of any type of manipulation is good, in my opinion. I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like you said, no, and I, I I see where you're coming from, but like, don't you think on a small scale there's a way to get a guy or girl to get you to do what they want within reason? That's not a toxic task you're trying to get them to perform. So you'd say, hey, you know, I don't know, you, you dangle something in front of them as a reward. That's manipulation, I'd say. You know, I don't, I don't think so. I thought that's just called a reward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. <laughs> Anytime I'm doing something I don't want to do, it's manipulation. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I hope my girlfriend's taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. This says a guy can sense when he's being manipulated and he'll resent it. Can you tell? It depends. And I, I have addressed this before on mm. the main show. Because I was, I read that and I was like, no, the hell they can't. When they come out swinging. Yeah. They can. Okay. okay. When they come at me from really high up, you can't see my arms right now, but I'm holding it up. Okay. All right. Still not that high up. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm a short man with short arms and short legs, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Yes. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. <laughs> oh, I wish f- they could have seen you like actually do the teapot just I know, now. And I just did it. It was fantastic. It was the dip that really got it for me. Let me give you an example. And I, you got plenty of examples, okay? But for me, an example of them coming out swinging, there was this one time where, and I, again, I have shared this story with you and probably on this channel, but this girl I had met online, we had met, she came out to a celebration of a like a big, like a big graduation with me and a bunch of guys, right? And we had a few drinks, and we were at my place, and she couldn't drive, so I put her down on my bed to go to bed, and I was just going to fall asleep next to her. She got very frisky, and she kept really pushing me to sleep with her, and I said, no. And then she got up and was like, fine. You know, this went back and forth quite a few times, right? I said no. She kept you know, trying to talk me into it, 
right? And she's also drunk, so she's actually being very aggressive. Well, she gets up to, she has enough, and she's like, fine, I'm just going to leave. You know, she's like, starts making her way toward the front door slowly. I say front door, door of my bedroom. She starts making her way very slow, waiting for me to be like, no, no, come back. Change, you, know, you know, I'm sorry. Something a guy would do, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that something a guy would do to get a girl to like start putting like some guilt on them to make them like. As many times as I've tried, that never works. I think that's just a movie thing that people make up because anytime I got really mad in an argument and leave, yeah. guys are just like, huh. <laughs> well, I told her, I was like, fine, go. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, get fine, get out. I've never, I've never witnessed that to work. It's, yeah, unless it's like the most desperate of desperate men, right? You know, and uh, yeah, and I was just like, fine, go. And then she's like, no, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're, you're the best. You know, you're, you ask me how my day is. You're so great. You know, just like whatever, right? And so th- that's like an example of like just right out the gate. Like, don't even try to be subtle with your manipulation. You're just like trying. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for some reason, whenever I turn someone down to sleep with them, they get really mad. And I know that's something girls go through. But it trips me out when it's a guy going through that. You know, that that's weird. Well, I think it probably, especially for girls, they're not used to being told no. Like for, for girls, like it's they're viewed as like the gatekeepers of sex. Mm-hmm. They say whether sex happens or not. So if you're the one telling them no, they're like, what the, like, yeah. what is going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't get to tell me now. You know, I don't know. But, but, but guys do that too, though, yeah. where they're like, well, I bought, you know, I paid for a whole, the whole dinner. I gave you a ride. You know, they do all that sorts yeah. of stuff. Like, so I don't, you know, I know guys do it to women. It was weird when they, when they do it to me. And that, that wasn't the only time that's happened. That's a thing. It wasn't like just one isolated incident. It was a bunch. Mm-hmm. There, there's been a couple times, right? So, like I said, girls aren't used to being told no on that. Yes, and actually, that's leading to another point that I already made last episode and a while mm-hmm. back as well. But so this same girl, she didn't like PDA, right? Public displays of affection. Fine, right? Uh, she doesn't want me to like make out with her in public. That's fine. You know, that, that's perfectly reasonable. But she also had trouble with holding hands, and that was like a big deal for me. Like we got to hold hands, so. She was giving me crap about not sleeping with her. She's like, well, fine. I'm just going to hold off on pursuing things. We can talk. But, like, I don't know. I'm going to slow down on everything else, right? So she's already pissing me off by saying, well, you know, now I'm just not sure about you. I was like, okay, whatever, you know. But then she, uh, then she's like, okay, she, I'll strike a deal with you. We can do P- no PDA if you're not going to sleep with me. No PDA. And I was like, no PDA. I was like, what the, f-? you know, like, <laughs> so I can't hold your hand in public because I'm not sleeping with you. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not quite like threatening or coursing, not quite that level, but I felt like, you know, she was like just withholding herself in order to get me to sleep with her. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm, I've already kind of had enough of this. So I just told her no. And then she started blowing up my phone. Call me, call me. And she's, she's calling me and I'm not answering. I was like, I need a break from this. And, and then when I, when I finally answered, I calmed down, I answered and she was like, you're such a terrible person. You're so judgmental, blah, blah. You know, you're, you're judging me for, and it's just like, ugh. Like, How long did this person continue to contact you after that? Just that was within a span of two weeks. So after that oh, last okay. call where she was talking down to me, okay, I, that was it. That was it. After that, nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. So yeah, but I don't know. That's just one example. Online dating hasn't really worked out. <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> such a bad. It hasn't really worked out for me in that regard because, like, it, it you know, online dating. Whenever you get to a certain point, when it's like okay. It, you know, she's expecting me to sleep with her, then things just fall apart. I say no, and then they trip out on me, you know, and then they just kind of leave. So for I don't know. me, with like manipulation, so for I back when I was with my what was called my first boyfriend, okay, I had to learn how to manipulate because, like, if I needed absolutely anything, that's how I had to do it to yeah. get my way, and he just kind of like forced me. To be that way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so because I did that for so long, it just became like a natural part of my habit yeah. to do that. And so after him, like I was extremely manipulative and everything like that. And I'll tell you, guys are dumb as hell, at least from what I've experienced it's, it's true, we are. with manipulation, like never, ever caught on or at least never called me out and at least never got tired enough of it to leave. You know what I mean? Like Mm. Paul was really the first one to be like, 
that's manipulative. And I was like, oh, I didn't mean to be. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And like, I didn't want to be, you know, but like yeah. I said, I just was in a situation where I was almost forced to be that way for so long that I didn't even realize I was manipulating myself. But it was subtle, right? Were you doing it subtly or do you think you were coming on really strong? It, I mean, it depended on the thing. Uh, yeah, and the situation, um, I guess. Right. However big know. the task, the right. harder, yeah, the, harder yeah, yeah. the weapon you needed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this nine mil ain't going to work. We're pulling yeah. out the 50 cal. <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot of just like, I don't know, being overly dramatic, reacting too harshly to situations, crying over something, um, yeah. what have you. It's very well chronicled on this show and the main show that I cannot say no to women. They're actually my weakness, right? So, uh, except in the regard I told you before in the previous story. But you can manipulate me subtly. You could just be like, you can ask me to do something and then bat rise at me or say please or, you know, I don't know. Like, you, you can be just pretend to be really sweet to me and I'll do whatever you want mm-hmm. in this sense, you know. Um, I don't know. I can be very subtly manipulated. But the, the coming out swinging, man, it mm-hmm. just doesn't work. I just I see right through it. And I have enough confidence where when the harder you come down on me in that regard where you try to make me feel guilty or you try to make it seem like there's a time limit, like, oh, I'm walking out the door unless you change mine. Right. Like, the, the, the harder you push, the more I'm like, well, fine, go. Like, I have confidence enough to be like, I, you know, you can't treat me like this, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, some people don't, like you said. Definitely when I was in my younger 20s or, like, I don't know, shoot, high school to – 24 like i think i was a very easy person to manipulate um my first girlfriend had me thinking I, it was all my fault <laughs> and i didn't do anything wrong i went to a therapist and she was like you know you did nothing wrong right in that whole relationship and, and she wasn't saying i was perfect but she was saying like that the reason you broke up you're like you realize it had nothing to do with you right and i was like oh you're right you know after some you know a couple months of processing that like i wasn't the problem you know not not that i did everything perfect but the fact that you know, she was totally crazy. So, so do you see the so for being manipulative? Um, do you see this as a instant repeller, a midterm, long term? Yes. That girl that came out swinging on me, I already put up the flag and was like, okay, this probably isn't gonna work. I'd already pretty much made up my mind, but I'm a really nice guy and I'm pretty generous, so I I let it go for like another week. But by that second time, she was trying to really push me. I was, I was just like, I'm done with this. Mm. If you're if you're that bad to where you cannot lose control for more than a couple of weeks, and you need that control back, then you know, I, look, I'm not your guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So, do you think that someone that has a tendency to be really manipulative, do you think that's a fixable issue or not? Like. I mean, obviously, anything and everything can be fixed, but do you see that being able to be fixed with having a sit-down conversation with them? It wouldn't be resolved in one conversation, but if they're at least willing to work on it and you can see progress, then yes. And like you said, anything can be worked on, but you have to actually see someone trying to make an attempt to work on things. And vice versa. Uh, My girlfriend calls me out on stuff all the time and not in a way to make me feel bad or to put me down, but to be like, hey... You're actually struggling with this. You know, this is something you should work on. You've also done the same thing. You know what I mean? You've also called out stuff I'm doing wrong and and challenged me to fix it, you know? So um, you have to look at how the other person takes the news, how they respond to it. Are they actually taking what you said to heart? Do you see progress in that area? It's not going to happen overnight because, you know, sometimes it takes time too. But, yes, I think it can be worked on. I am willing to, if I can bring it up, that's that's probably something. No, that's okay. I was gonna say maybe that's something I didn't do to that girl. I didn't tell her she was doing that. I did tell her that, and she was just like, "No, I'm not being manipulative. You're being manipulative." She was mm. just she pulled the Una reverse card on me, <laughs> you know. So like, yeah, it, for her it was like she's closing the door. Like, not only is she gonna manipulate me, but she's also not even willing to a acknowledge it. And you know, if she's not gonna acknowledge it, then freaking forget working on it. Right. So, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I am definitely willing to work on stuff just like anything. Like I can't just let one problem someone has be a red flag and like shut the door on that person completely. I need, you gotta look at the person as a whole cause there's gonna be good and there's going to be bad. So. so how would you rate it on what we've been reading so far? Do you think this is one of the top ones, a mid one or? Uh, yes. Very top ones, but okay. instant opposite of a boner. Like it, it like, <laughs> you know, it makes it go in. All right, like I can't, I don't like it. 
it try it it insults me because you you think one I'm an idiot or two I'm just gonna be wrapped around your finger mm. and you can do it subtly, but like even the subtle stuff will start to add up if you really if you start trying to isolate me if you start trying to do all the abusive stuff or the really toxic stuff I'm gonna notice I might yeah. not notice it the first two or three times but I'm gonna notice That's fair. and then it says resentment like I, I wouldn't call it resentment but I'd start making I'd start talking I'd be like hey look I know what you're doing you know we're you can't keep doing it. I'm not going to keep putting up with it. So, yes, I would say I don't remember what number one was for me. I'd have to go back and listen to that episode, mm-hmm. but it's it's up there. If we're just going by the five this week, uh, right now we're at number one. So, question. Yes. So, girls generally as a whole take a lot longer to move on from a relationship than a guy does as in to, like, actually break up? Not in my experience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Unless um, you want to unpack that, I got you. <laughs> we got 45 minutes. <laughs> but, like, um, at least from what I, I've heard as, like, a stereotypical woman, man, that kind of thing, um, the guy is quicker to leave but also has, like, a higher chance of coming back, mm. whereas in girls take longer to leave, but then once they're done, they're, like, gone. I probably am not the best example on that because like i said for me it's been flipped the Mm. the two times i've been in love before who i'm with now they left like at the drop of a hat (laughs) like they were gone and they didn't they they haven't reached out and that's why i just described they were gone didn't come back but it didn't take long oh gotcha like it, it was just like they were done and I, I was the one who tried to reach out a couple of times. So the first one, at least, I showed her I, I showed her the progress I was making in the area she told me to fix, right? Um, and she said, no, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting back with you. And then that following week, she sat across from me and my old roommate, and she was flirting with him right in front of me. Like I was like, what Dang. the fuck? Like, we just broke up. And I was like, That's that, so rude. That wasn't cool, right? So that was her. Then the second one. <laughs> She texted me that, you know, um, I'm not ready for a relationship. I got in over my head. And then the very next day, she's texting another guy. <laughs> like, and she's telling him the same stuff she's telling me. Oh, God. You know, telling them that, you know, he's the one, like all that stuff. So I'm not the right guy to ask that question okay, to because, like, I, I've had it totally flipped. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and move on to number yeah. seven. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, number seven is you're unhappy. Hmm. The sexiest woman to a guy is a happy woman. If you hate your life, your friends, yourself, he'll be repelled. Mm. Guys like to keep their lives easy and drama-free. Guys, <laughs> if you're dating a woman, there's going to be drama. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's an understanding when guys go into a relationship that it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. The women have to accept that, right? Because they have to... They have to challenge themselves to move past the Disney princess and Disney prince relationship, right? right? They're the ones who have to shatter that that fantasy on their own. But guys on their end as well, they got to come in knowing like their girl's not going to be 100% drama free. Right. 100% like everything's sunshine and rainbows. I even find myself to be a pretty like drama free person. I yep. I stay out of that. Now, I enjoy hearing about drama. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm nosy. Oh, I'm very gossip driven. <laughs> right. Um but I'm I'm opposite. I don't gossip like at all, right. but I'll listen to all of it. I'm so bad. I'm horrible with it. Fair. And I mostly don't tell other people not because I'm a good person, but because I want them to keep telling me all this stuff. And yeah. if they find out I'm the one talking about it, they're not going to tell me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely not a good person when it comes to that. Side note, but, if uh, I'm the biggest gossiper, but nobody ever traces it back to me. <laughs> That's a total side note, irrelevant to this conversation. But Have you ever done that with our conversations? No. Oh, okay. No. I didn't think so. No, I actually care about what you think about me. Everyone else? No. (laughs) But I don't know. Everyone I gossip to knows not to let it get back to me. It's weird. You know, I have this reputation as being a dead end when it comes to gossip, but I'm I'm really not, guys. (laughs) I tell everybody (laughs) and their mama. (laughs) Anyway, um, he's not happy. Anyways, you're not happy. uh, drama free yeah so I would say I have minimal drama mm-hmm. for a woman and even then like I still have my moments where I'm being dramatic or right. over emotional yeah. or you know just what have you yeah. like it just it, it comes with the it's the terms of the territory and look 
I'm a very confident guy, but sometimes I come with drama. Like Darcy knows that. Uh, my current girlfriend hasn't seen that yet, but you know it's going to come. I'm not a perfect guy. I have to fight through a lot of the bad thoughts because I, I get them a lot more often than I let on. Thoughts of no, you know, not being confident in who I am. Thoughts of like, man, nobody really wants to be my friend. You know, they're not true. But I used to take that out on everybody else. So even I come with drama, and I'm like one of the coolest guys in existence. Right. So um, my thing is like. Whenever it says you're unhappy, it doesn't really go very deep into that other than to say guys like happy women. Right. But like I just I'm cu- I'm curious to know what their definition and like their yeah. parameters around happy are. So I brought up last episode a coworker who just complains every time you try to be happy, who t- tries to drag you down to their crappy mood that they're in. That's an example. Mm, okay. I think people that are just a bummer no matter what, I think though that that's a definition of not being happy. There are some people where they let depression rule their life, where like mm. I understand we have bouts. I have bouts with depression. I know you have had them. Sometimes still do, same as me. Sometimes I still do as well. But some people, a buddy of mine, a real close friend of mine, I, I don't see him that much anymore, but we're still close. His ex-wife, she had depression so bad where she wouldn't get out of bed for months, months and months on end. And physically, there's nothing wrong with her. It's like She's not like a vegetable where he's like, okay, I have to take care of her. She actually can't take care of herself. She chose to be sad all the time, to make him feel guilty for how sad she was. Mm. To You know what I mean? There, it, now, that's a very, very extreme example. Yeah. Very extreme. But... If you won't take the effort to take care of yourself and suddenly you're now a burden to everyone else around you. And not that you can't have vulnerable moments and people step in to help build you back up. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about actively choosing okay. to be a burden on everybody else. Okay. That's where it becomes a problem. See that? Because yes. I, was, I was sitting here and I'm like, well, like, I don't know. Your, your definition makes sense. But I'm, yeah, I don't know. So they're giving you the fun clickbaity version of it. Be yeah, happy. Right. You know what I mean? But like, and it, like last episode, you said like relationship status. And I was like, well, they're talking about commitment. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, no, they're talking about being friends on Facebook. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm taking that as deep as it can go. Because like sometimes we have deep discussions on this show. Yeah. So I'm taking that as like, you know, be happy. Yeah, yeah. Be happy, like smile. But also like, you know, again, we we have our moments of weakness. But. Like when you're a burden on everybody around you, nobody likes to be around you because you're miserable and you choose to be miserable and it brings down the mood wherever you go. Like that's what I, that's what I'm getting out of it. Cause like, I don't know, I guess whenever I initially read it, I viewed it as like the, you know, like 40 year old man that still lives in his mom's basement and his girlfriend has like three kids that she takes care of and like works two jobs and he's like she's just unhappy all the time like right. i don't get it yeah <laughs> like and- that's just like what i imagine like the dude writing this list being yeah. like unhappy women right <laughs> they suck yeah. um there are people that do that too <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and you're I'm right like no freaking wonder yeah. she's unhappy yeah like you hear the term happy wife happy life yeah. like maybe you should like put in a little bit and you'll yeah be a little better. just a little bit i'd yeah. love to come home and give my wife a break from mm-hmm. the kids for a bit you know that'd be a joy of mine because they're my kids dang it yeah <laughs> you know um she carried them but like you know i don't know um they're my kids too so i don't know that'd be fun i'd enjoy that i'd enjoy being a dad okay um, but yeah, I, I take that a little bit deeper. I mean, I, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more shallower of a, he legit just won't get up and make it, you know, and provide an environment where his wife can flourish mm-hmm. and be happy. But there are people that are in those environments so, that still actively choose not to be happy. And at that point it's a choice. That's fair. So anyway. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? No. Do you have any personal examples? Um, I mean, <laughs> Going back to that one girl that lived with us, you know, okay. like, um, that's, I mean, we obviously weren't in a relationship. Sure, I mean, we're in a friendship, time. but, um, that's fine too. That's a good example. Right. Like it just, it didn't matter what we did. Like nothing was good enough. Um, and she was just unhappy with everything. And at the end of the day, I was the selfish person, the person that gave up 
my space, my, the beginning of my marriage, um, you know, cause like, I don't know, that was, it was, she was really time consuming. Yeah. And like at the time it was fine cause I was pouring into something like bigger than that. Yeah. And then for her to turn around and be like, F you, you made me feel like a monster. And I'm right. just like, oh, like womp womp. Yeah. Dude. For like, real. Cause at a certain point you start, yeah. you, you stop feeling sorry for them. Because they're again, they're just doing that to themselves. They could right. make, and they they're actively choosing to make bad decisions. Yeah. And I get being in a place where like you want to change, but you don't know how, or you keep going back to the same lifestyle or what have you. That wasn't the part that made me mad. The part that made me mad was she was pissed at me about it, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. <laughs> "What? What else would you have wanted me to have done?" It's dude? a form of projecting where their life isn't going well, and it's not their fault. Yeah. It's everyone else's fault. Oh yeah. And that, like that, that, that I think that feeds in that topic perfectly. Like, be happy, like, or whatever. Right. You're not happy. Like, legit, you're not happy. Be happy. And be grateful. Be thankful. Yeah. Be what have you. I've been happier in my life on so much less. Yeah. We're about to hit a hundred subs, and I'm super psyched about it. Um, and five years ago, I didn't have. A, I had a job I hated. I was single. I had like you know only a handful of friends, and I was happy. You know what I mean? And now I have more than that. I have everything I could ever want, and I'm still happy. So, and there are people that have more than I do that are unhappy, and there are people that have less than I do that are unhappy. But there are people that are happy in those situations. You gotta, it's a mindset. You gotta choose. So, yeah. yep. That's how I read that little bit in the article. Um, so how would you rate that on repel levels? Repel. At, at what point would that push you away? Very much so well into the relationship. Okay. Because people can fake being happy for quite a minute. Like the honeymoon phase really tricks people into thinking that this is going to be this way forever. So kind of like towards the end or like the middle to end range. I'd say three months into a relationship, they're going to start. If they're going to be depressed all the time, they're going. You're going to start seeing it. Really, two months in, but by three months, you're going to get a good idea of like, okay, this is how our relationship's going to be forever. You know, uh, not that there aren't highs and lows, and so many other things can happen, but. At three months, you get a very good sense of who someone is as a person. Mm. People that go from boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend or vice versa, girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend, there's a reason because they're they're really cool the first month and then by that three-month mark, they're unbearable to be around and then they break up. So do you see this being something that you could have a conversation with them about to change or do you think this is something they'd fully have to kind of get on their own? They have to get it on their own. You can't, this isn't, you can't resolve that with a conversation. Some people are just going to die alone, and that's a choice that they've made. And they don't think they've made that decision, but that's a decision they've made. Mm-hmm. They're going to find faults, flaws in the other person while choosing to ignore their own issues. No conversation is I mean, unless you're legit Jesus and you know how to debate people like he did the <laughs> Pharisees. Like, you're, you're just, it's not going to happen. So, no. Can't Where be would resolved. you... Uh... Rated on the list of things. That's higher up there, but that's not, for me, it wouldn't repel me. It wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say it would scare me away from a woman because that's not something that you see right away. So you're thinking that's like number five, six, seven? It's a big deal, like but, it, you know, I'm not going to notice it till well into the relationship. Okay. So I don't know. I guess lower on that. In the context of like what repels guys away from women, I'd put it on the lower end. It is a big deal, though. You're just not going to see it right away, typically. Typically. Some girls come out swinging. But, you know, hey. Depends on the person. So number eight right here is you're unpleasant to be around. If a guy feels like hanging out with you is something he's going to have to deal with as opposed to something he enjoys, he won't want to do it anymore. A lot of women make the mistake of turning their relationship into a dumping ground where they can unload all their issues. While it's fine to vent to your guy on occasion, if you're constantly going to him to complain about everything in your life, then being with you will become a burden. Some guys that I know, just hanging out with their girlfriend is taxing on my soul. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I can't imagine what he's doing every day. Where would you... Okay, so it does go into, like, um, you complain about absolutely everything and burden him with everything. Would you say anything else goes under the unpleasant to be around thing? Like, I'm not talking about, like, specific itty-bitty, like, 
things, but any big things that pop up to you. If they're going to have a crappy attitude at everything, then yeah. like why, why, why would you even bother telling them about your day? Why even bother taking them anywhere? Right. If they're just not going to be happy anywhere they go. And I'm talking like nagging or they're complaining about somebody, the service, they're complaining about their friend, they're complaining about their boss, and that's all they do. And in my experience, they don't even let you talk. It's just them nagging, 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 will not shut up. The first thing that pops in my head is um, not having a sense of humor. Okay. So you don't necessarily need to be funny yourself. Sure. I get that just not everybody has the... I don't know, humor gene, mm. the trauma behind them to make them funny, That's I right. guess. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but trauma. if you can't sit there and laugh at somebody's joke, right? you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like at least for a man, that would be really satisfying to make your woman laugh all the time. Oh, yeah. And so if oh, you're yeah. just sitting there and she's just like, mm, okay. Or, or they'll just be like, That's not funny. Yeah. That's yeah. not funny. Yeah. You shouldn't joke about that. Yeah. You know, and like now, depending on what it is, okay. Right. Like, if I'm really making an off color joke and it's like I'm not just offending her, but the whole table, right? Right, you know right, I mean? right. Sure, that's okay. a little different, but, but to have zero humor all the time, yeah. I've, I, oh my god, that that to me would definitely fall yeah. under the unpleasant to be around thing. And I mean, I've been around girls that just want to just tell you, act just go out of their way to tell you you're not funny. You're not cute when you do that. Yeah. Like, they go out of their way to make you feel like crap. Right. <laughs> like, know? at least pity laugh. Yeah. You know? At least pity the laugh. Very I, least. I, I. Yeah. Yeah. We've both been <laughs> around those types of people. Yeah. You know? And does it wind us up when we think about I it? I think you've Absolutely. seen me pity laugh a oh, yeah. couple times. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Everybody knows what my pity laugh sounds like, except the person I'm giving a pity laugh for. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Have you been around someone, you dated someone where they felt like a chore? Yeah. I know a couple of the guys you brought up in that one episode where we had ketchup and mustard Doritos. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, your favorite. But I don't know. That was foul. Don't get me wrong. At a certain point in relationship, sometimes it can feel like a chore because you want to go hang out with your friends, but they're like, hey, you promised we'd watch this show tonight. Sure. That I understand we're not always at our a, at our A game, right? But there have been people where it's like, I just don't even want to be near you because of, I just know it's going to suck. Yeah. You my know? The one guy I dated, the one that threatened to... Um, Erase himself. <laughs> Self-delete. <laughs> Control-alt-delete his life. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That one guy. Um, he was so draining. Yeah. He was so needy for everything. Need constant reassurance, constant attention, constant words of affirmation, like constant yeah. everything. And then everything I did, he had a problem with. And it was mm -hmm. like, um, he didn't like that I drank. And I was like, well, I drank. And even at the time, I wasn't drinking like crazy either. Yeah. Um, I had just turned 21. So like I was drinking a normal amount. Plus, like, with me being 21, it was extra, extra normal because... Yeah. Like, you know, it really wasn't anything crazy at that time. But did he... Uh, question. Did he drink? No. Okay. Um, but Those I was just I like, really, hypocrites. dude? Yeah. And then um, I remembered one time I wanted to quit smoking, and I had, like, verbalized that. And I was like, man, I really want to quit, but I don't know... And I went outside to light a cigarette, and he stomped outside, and he snapped my cigarette in half. And I was just like, I yeah. – go home. Yeah. Go, go home. I'm not dealing with you. Right. You are way too overbearing. Like, I just – I can't be around you. Well, heck, I mean, sometimes with someone we know now where it's like anytime they come outside to talk with us, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's just like then they just want to talk, 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 talk. And right. it's like – and look, I, I'm a good listener. I am. And I, I can empathize with people. That's fine. But when it's just like all about them now, and it's yeah. like, man, like we were having fun, you know, five seconds <laughs> right. ago. So I don't know. Or if I, every conversation has to be a serious conversation. Yeah. 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 Which those are fine too. But also I like it when it's not sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know. Doesn't always have to be. Audience, you know what we're talking about. Okay. Dra yeah. Draining people. Give us in the comments. Who's Who in your life is draining? <laughs> Tag them. Yeah, tag them right now. <laughs> at them. Okay. 
That would be so bad. Imagine if a bunch of people just started tagging everyone they can't stand. (laughs) I was about to say, if half of them are going to tag me. (laughs) And then they'd have to, like, literally listen to, like, half of this episode. (laughs) Hey, whatever drabs the views up, man. I ain't worried about it. Being unpleasant. I thought you said that one. Yeah. Where does that... Are you... Hmm. Is that instant, mid, or last straw repeller i mean i feel like that's instant it is instant yeah but does it always come out early on i have a hard time imagining that if that's going to be something that repels you from a relationship that you could put up with that for the first month Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like do they always show their true colors that first month i've been Mm. with people where they show that shoot they show that crap (laughs) an hour in to me meeting them. <laughs> Why did you grip the mic like that to say it? Because, and I swear to God, two hours into us having met, I was ready to jump off a building <laughs> and gently float down to my demise. <laughs> Your demise. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to bounce around YouTube. Your control alt delete. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> gently float to my control alt deletion. Okay. So yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Uh it is definitely high up there, but I don't know if you can tell right away. Mm. But when you find if out, if you could, if you could, that oh, would be yeah, an instant. One hundred percent. So that's probably be number one. Or like, if I can't even, if you're toxic, but we're laughing together, there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're toxic in the other areas, but we have a ton of fun together, there's hope. All right, I'll, I'll work with you on anything else. But if you're no fun and you're not pleasant to be around, that, yeah. that, you're out of here, girl. There's plenty of other fish fair. in the sea. I don't care how hot you are, how many tattoos you got. It ain't going to be with me. Sorry. Oh, that's funny. Hit the curb. No so problem. So where would you say this falls on the ratings list? Like top? Yeah, it would be. Once I figure out you're unpleasant to be around, you're done. So do you think since we've been reading through these, you would probably say that's number one for you so far? I have to remind myself what the other five were, but yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Because like I said, once I figure out you're unpleasant, I'm done. Like I'm a joyful person to be around. I cannot deal with toxic unpleasantness. Mm. I can't. That that is an essential. That's a love language for me that fits under quality time. That's like high up on my list. I need it. So. All right. Anytime around you is miserable. Yeah. I don't want it. That I'm surprised that's so far down on this list. Well, I, f- I feel like they didn't put them in order. There's no say, way they did. Yeah, I was about to say, there's no way. And they did. They're idiots. Yeah. Well, it is a bunch of guys. So. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> It's right. written by sexists. <laughs> what the? What was that? I was trying to say sexists. Like plural. Anyway. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> This is a dark episode. I, I'm the main character. If I can't lighten up the tone of this. Oh, it's not even dark. <laughs> I know Shut the light's up. on. <laughs> You're so dumb. Uh, no. nothing, nothing, nothing can be darker than my thousandth uh, day recording where I talk about all my trauma. That's true. I was laughing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> all right. You're right. All right. Continue. So, number nine being cruel. Slash mean to others. Mm. Guys, I told you this is a red flag. Watch how they treat other people. Mm. Read the description, please. In movies, oh. girls like Regina George. Do you know who Regina George is? No. Mean girls. Oh, what? How would I? I you thought know a the guy movie wrote mean- it. Yeah, I thought a guy wrote this. How would he know that? Paul's watched Mean Girls. He With loves you, that movie. though, right? No. No. He said it's like one of his favorite movies. We've never watched it together, but he loves that movie. Okay. <laughs> Describe this character to me. Regina George is just like the most popular girl in school, and mm. she's just a mean girl and gets laughs at making everybody else miserable mm. and putting them down and all that. And at the end, she gets ran over by a bus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she got control all deleted by a bus. <laughs> so girls like Regina George are capable of snagging the hottest guy around. In real life, there is nothing sexy about a mean girl. In fact, it's incredibly off-putting. Mean people are generally unhappy people. As they say, misery loves company. Being mean also reeks of insecurity and emotional issues, two things that no man wants to deal Mm. with. It's true that they don't want to deal with it. 
the deeper stuff, mm-hmm. but we have to. Guys, yeah. you have to understand that with a woman, any woman, there's a lot to unpack. Okay. It's just something you're going to have to get used to. If you're serious about being with someone seriously, get that in your head now. They're going to have some baggage that you have to unpack. Yeah. Okay. I, I told you guys this already. If Watch how they treat other people. We've, we've already kind of covered it. We're getting to the last couple, and it's like some of these are not repetitive, but we already covered these under the other topics. But if they treat everyone else like crap, okay, like it's only a matter of time before they work their way to you. What about people that just... Do you think there's actual people out there that genuinely could be sweet and loving and kind to you but mean to everybody else? Not for long. Mm. Like I said, because if, I mean, look, if they're going to treat everyone in their vicinity like garbage, you're in their vicinity. In fact, you're closer than all those people. So if they're going to talk that way about strangers or close friends, you being the boyfriend, you having the relationship status, okay? That's not going to make it any better. So <laughs> it's not a shield. <laughs> I completely understand that. I only saw like an hour and a half of this couple's relationship, okay? So I'm completely understanding that some things may happen at home that I didn't witness. Probably but, worse at home, whatever you're about to tell me. So this couple comes in, and they're super loving. They're holding hands. They're real sweet, everything like that. And earlier in the day, I took this phone call. This lady was just being, like, rude and abrasive and stuff like that. And so this couple comes in. They're like, yeah, we have this reservation for da-da-da. And I was like, ooh, that was the person I was on the phone with Mm. was this lady. And I was like, well, they seem real sweet right here. So, you know, like, it's fine. And they were an older couple, too. So I get just because they're an older couple doesn't mean they've been together for 50 years either. But But you can make a reasonable assumption. Right, right. And so they're sitting down and everything like that. And I guess she uh, is like allergic to gluten or whatever. <laughs> and as she's telling me this, I'm like, okay, then I'll go in the back, make sure they don't bring out any bread. I'll bring you some vegetables instead, all of it, you know, making all these accommodations. And before I have time to go to the back, the busser brings the basket of bread. And so I was about to grab it and be like, no, 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 like no bread. And the lady, like, grabs the basket and throws the basket of bread at me and just starts, like, degrading me and screaming at me and yelling and da-da-da. And I was just like, Hmm. damn. Yeah. Like, this lady's insane. But her and her man, real sweet to each other. Mm. So, I don't know. Like I said, I I only saw their relationship for, like, an hour, hour and a half. So... I have an experience with that as well. So I used to work in a hotel. I worked the night shift. In the morning is when I actually had work to do when people are checking out. When did you work at a hotel? College. 18 to 20 years old. Which hotel? Sam Houston State University Hotel. My old college had a hotel for visiting (laughs) parents. Oh, wow. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Actually, I stay there quite often whenever I go up there, if I can, unless my buddy uh, insists I stay at his place, which I also love doing. But I love visiting that hotel again. That's the one job I almost got fired from. Are you like a concierge? I know. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) That's probably going to go on the soundboard like that. (laughs) I was just thinking earlier... Those laugh tracks that they play in like the Disney TV shows, we should mm. get one of those laugh tracks. That'd be cool. Here. That or uh, I was thinking like the audience gasping. <gasps> yeah, you know, whenever I make a controversial statement, or whenever somebody hot walks on and they're like, Woo! Yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say sometimes I make controversial statements like, uh, you know, I used to ha- I used to date this girl and then, <gasps> you know, <laughs> I used to date someone toxic. <laughs> it was probably your fault. Oh. I'm so sorry to bring this so far <laughs> off track. <laughs> Hotel. Hotel. Uh, cruel to others, but not to their significant other. This lady had cursed out my manager right before bed. So my manager was there late. He usually just does eight to five, right? He was also a, he wasn't a jerk to customers, but he was a jerk to me. So therefore, he's on my naughty list. If I was Santa, he'd <laughs> never get a present. List. Yeah. He would never get a present from me if I was Santa. Okay. But. She had just got done complaining to him. So he left for the night. She had called me several times to complain about something. Now, nothing very s- specific. She was max. Her husband was handicapped, and they, they had no more handicapped, like, friendly rooms. So he had to use a normal shower. He had to use a normal whatever, whatever they, whatever they need. He didn't have 
access to. So I can understand them being upset about that. But she was pulling the Karen card where she wants the room to be free. She wants all the, everything to be free. Like, you know, but she was making it sound like we had to pay her. Right. So they're checking out in the morning. Sun's coming up. And as they're trying to get off the elevator, he, this guy's fat. He's not handicapped because he has a real medical condition. He's just, <laughs> he ate so much his whole life that, like, he's just gigantic and he's on this big scooter. And his scooter is so weird and janky that he can't get it off the elevator door. So he keeps backing into the wall and backing into the side of the door to where he can't get out. And he's like, oh, honey, oh, I can't get out. Oh, gosh. Right. And then she, she gives me a look and she's like, are you going to come over here and help us? <laughs> And I was like, yes, ma'am. Like, I don't like, what do you want me to do? Right. Like, I can't lift your 500 pound husband. You know Spit what I mean? on the edges. Right. Lube him up. Exactly. Like, so he finally, between like smacking the, between the door and the back of the elevator to where he finally scoots out to where he can get out of the dang elevator. So she comes up to me. And she's like, you know, I, tell your manager, finger in my face, that I've never been any ho- at any hotel that treats us like this. This is the worst service that, you know, c- could have ever, we could have ever come across, you know. And, like, I'm very disappointed. I've never in all my years of being fat could have ever, you know, been so unaccommodated, you know, just just leveling these heavy accusations at me. I love that you've had so many experiences with people telling you you're the worst human in all I of know. existence. It is ridiculous. And you're just like, I... Me. Yeah, exactly. Me? <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Uh? Yeah, right. And that's not my only hotel story. So sidebar, there was one time I was reading a comic book. I finally got into comic books. And then this guy with the Santa outfit came in, like, in December when it was, like, dead. Nobody was there. Nobody, who's going to come to my tiny college town for Christmas, right? Nobody. You know, all the students had left. But this guy came in with the full-on Santa outfit. And then he uh, he came in with a guy who was dressed as an elf. They got on the elevator and they went up. Okay, they came back down with one of our couches. All right, and they carried it out. And keep in mind, this was like at two a.m. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they were robbing the place. So he he's like carrying out the couch, and then I just like put my comic down to look at him. And he gives me eye con- he like gives like makes eye contact with me. And he goes ho ho ho, and he does like a like not a thumbs up, but the, what's this symbol called? Like an okay. Yeah, he does the okay like index finger thumb touching with the three fingers up he goes ho 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 and he winks at me and then he carries the couch out <laughs> and i was like just sitting there with the blank face and i just went back to read my comic book it was like i just didn't know what just happened and i was only <laughs> 18 so i wasn't about to fight no santa or an elf and just went back been about my business so if somebody came into my house dressed like santa and like played the act up and they wanted to take something. the tv yeah, you know, like honestly, you've worked. <laughs> you've obviously worked harder for this TV than I have. He so. looked jolly, <laughs> like he came in like he owned the place. Like this was Santa's workshop, and he was taking the couch to the nice kid. Okay, back from the sidebar though. Yeah, sorry. Because I feel like we're starting to press it on time because we still have another one. Oh, um, sorry. But was that did that couple seem happy together? Yeah. So he was whining. She was mean. But she was like mean where she was defending him. Mm. For some reason in her eyes, he was helpless and I was supposed to go over there and help him. So So would you be able to deal with having a significant other where you guys love each other a lot, you're sweet to each other, but anytime you go out, they have a problem with the service and yell at people? No. Um, I, I, I do not think people should be treated that way. Can you complain when things aren't going well? Yes. If someone's rude to you, can you defend yourself? Can you talk to the manager? Can you? Yes. But if who was, who I was with was judgmental all the time, critical of everybody yelling at people, I would tell her to chill the F out Mm. and you need to, you need to chill. Especially with my serving background. If Mm. I dated somebody and they talked down to a server, I'd be like, I'd, I'd get up and walk out. I'd be like, I'm done. I'd make sure I hand her some cash on the way out, let her know she did a great job. But like, See, that's women sticking together because you didn't even say if it was a guy. <laughs> All right? Fine. You know, whatever. Women stick together, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> but Well, the women are a majority of servers. Uh-huh. So I just think there's like a 70% chance it's a woman that's serving okay. us. Sure. I don't know where you got that statistic, but cool. 
Guys, find the real statistic and give and give Darcy a real lesson oh, here in statistics. I'm about to Google it. <laughs> I'm about to Google it. All right. So anyway, I cannot stand if my woman, because I'm such a nice guy, I'd be so embarrassed if she's yelling at people, talking down to them, making them feel stupid. That'd be embarrassing for me. So <laughs> No way. I just guessed that on point. Oh, really? 70%? Yeah. Nice. 69.9% women and 30.1% men. All right. I stand corrected. Dude, there ain't no way. Leave I a just, comment. Tell me how stupid I am. Dude, I just <laughs> pulled that percentage out of my butt. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you were right. I was just giving you credit. Like, I thought it was going to be like 53. Like, you know, I thought I was going to have to be like, oh, I'm wrong. It's pretty half and half. But like, no. dang, I was on point on that one. No, nice. good job. Well, I'm, you know, women are I'm better glad we that. have it on the record that I'm <laughs> always right. Oh, hold on now. <laughs> Google that statistic. <laughs> 100% yeah. oh. just came back. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. I couldn't put up with it, and it sounds like you can't either. Yeah, no. So. All right. No, not all. There's one more. Where where would I rank that? Um, that's mid. Mid. You can did, work. Did you we can... talk about if this was instant or? I was gonna say it's mid. Oh, mid. Okay. It's I mid. thought you meant on the list of. Well, yeah, okay. on the scale, yes, mid. Uh, instant repellent. No, I think that's something you can work on. Even if it's a, like, even if she can't switch it to giving people compliments all the time, she can at least stop talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? This. Honestly, this would be a instant repel for me and pretty high on my list. Fair. I'm very, very kind to people and sweet and generous, Um, especially having so many experiences with customer service and stuff like that. If I had someone that wasn't, even if they're just average and they were just like, I don't know, like one of the first things I saw Paul do was tip how much I would have tipped. And I was like nice this is a good guy you know what i mean it's different because a guy's supposed to lead a household and if you know right out the gate he's he doesn't respect people he's not going to lead you to respect others that i can see why for a woman that would be an instant turn off Mm. for a guy most of the time women who do that they do it behind someone's back they don't do it to that person's face not all the time obviously in in the cases we brought up earlier right but most of the time it's the guy who's supposed (laughs) to step in and make the complaint for the woman Okay, so as a guy, it's something that can be worked on, I think. So, so number, I don't know why that, why does it sound so much different over here? I thought it had a pretty, like, because the mic's on the front end and you're speaking to the back end of it. I wasn't speaking (laughs) to the back end. That's literally the back of it. uh, Okay, that was not, but you know what? I'll post a picture on, like, my Instagram or something of me going like this, and then people can judge whether it's the back of the mic or not. Anyways, I can cut up my Santa story. That'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're combative. Mm. Oh, oh. (laughs) it's fine to have opinions and assert yourself as long as you can also see things from the other person's perspective and don't need to be right just for the sake of being right. A lot of women go into relationships seeing their guy as an adversary instead of a partner. The need to fight with him can have a variety of root causes, and your best bet is to identify it and find out what you're really fighting for. Mm. Dang. So not only did they uh, describe what it was, they also gave their own bit of advice on this. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like any of those topics we brought up this whole time can turn combative. So if it's going to turn to an argument, as a guy, if I know, if I just bring up something that bugs me, and it's going to turn to a fight. Why would I even bother? Yeah. We had a friend, and you know who I'm talking about, who mm. you couldn't even come at him with like, hey, can we talk about this? Because they just get so combative. Yeah. And you start to resent them because you can't speak your mind. But it, for us, for this individual, it built up to where we basically told them we don't want to be around them anymore. You know? Yeah. When they get to a point where you feel like you can't even talk to them about something because you know they're just, one, not going to take it well, and two, to start fighting you on it. Yeah, that's a big turnoff. That's a turnoff in a friendship, in a relationship, and all of it. You know, I've experienced people like that in both sides of the spectrum, friends and people I've been pursued by or I'm pursuing. So it's complicated because, I don't know. I, it is? I know what I'm about to say is complicated. 
like everything else. I'm just complicated. You're so mysterious. Nobody understands me. That's right. Um, Lightning cracks. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I'm definitely not combative in any way. Um, I've never had this feeling of, like, it can't get worked out or I'm right, even if I know I'm wrong or not listening. Now, I have times where in the moment, if I'm heated, I don't want to hear it. Mm. And it's like... Let me complain for a second. I'll cool down for five minutes and then we can talk about it. Sure. So like maybe in the moment I might be a little combative, but as far as like as a whole, I'm not. I would say everybody's like that. Yeah. That's the thing that everyone's in the moment, especially when it's fresh. Right. They're going to be heated, combative, whatever, you know, Um, no matter what. And I get that. Like sometimes I can be a little argumentative or hard headed. I do have a hard time apologizing. Really? Um, I do. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Why? Because you don't have that problem. <laughs> I see you apologize all the time. But like uh, from like a serious argument well, where you I was I, like really wrong. You and I haven't had any serious That's arguments. what I'm saying. And like I was even a little bit of a douchebag to you and I never was like, hey, sorry for, you know, whatever. I just kind of like laughed it off and was like, teehee, you know, you're being dumb, but it's fine. And you're like, teehee, yeah. But, like, I never went back to you and said, like, hey, I'm apologizing for being a little bit Holy of a crap. You're right. You're a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, it's all snapping. It's all clicking into place. Yeah, I well, saw guys, your eyes slowly widening. Yeah. This show's canceled. Yeah. Darcy's a crappy co-host slash friend. I'm um, really bad with apologizing. I don't know. Because that, that, that wasn't even big, like, apology level. Yeah, that's true. And, like, look. I'll do it, but I'm really yeah. awkward, too. Sometimes the words, I'm sorry, are just hard to say. Yeah. But in that instance where you were like, well, maybe I wasn't being considerate. That was pretty much, I translated that to, I'm sorry. Yeah, I say I'm sorry in a roundabout way. And then, you know, I, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's fair. But it depends on the person. Some yeah. people have demanded the hardest apology that they've ever received. You know what I mean? Some people are like, you better, oh, this better be the best apology ever. Right. right. But uh, I'm not like that. If I can see, like, you know, you're trying to say you're sorry without being a jerk about it saying i state my regret you know right like you know i don't know as long as i can tell there's genuine effort i'll take it yeah. but some people it's not like that they want to hear the words i also like to explain why i reacted that way sure like that's um, fine too yeah but every now and then sometimes you don't want to hear why you just want to hear sorry at least i'm like that with paul sometimes where i'm like i don't really care why you did it i care that you did it and i just need yeah. to apologize I've, I've had that issue with one of my siblings where it was like can i can we talk about it first no i want to hear i'm sorry first you know <laughs> is that right or wrong i don't know right but i get it yeah and um, so like me explaining something alone sounds like an apology so yeah. like one time faith was being loud and she didn't put her dish up and the dishwasher was empty and i just cleaned the house that day and this mm-hmm. happens like fairly often yeah so i was just so pissed about it so i went back there and i like i didn't yell like i didn't scream at her but you could tell i was being like dude put your dish in the dishwasher like i'm tired of it i came back around later and i was like hey you know i was a bit aggressive when i said that what i said still stands it is ridiculous that i'm having to do this (laughs) and you should be like Knowing to yeah. do that, you're 16, but how I said it was wrong. Sure. And she was like, okay, you know, like, that's fair. And that's the thing. People just, even if they just say it, well, I was frustrated. I mean, that's a shorter version of what you just explained to me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I'd like it if we could talk about stuff before we say we're sorry, but some people want to hear that first and then talk about it. So, I don't know. Um, Anyways. Combative. combative. Yeah. Combativeness. Some people... Instant? You can't even reason with them. Is that an instant thing? Probably not, right? No. That's something that's going to show up later. Yeah. More long term. But not too much later. Mm. Like I said, if someone's manipulative, tell them no. And see mm. how they react. They cannot control themselves. I promise you. Same thing with combative. Disagree with them on something. Mm. And if they get combative with you, then red flag. Red, yeah. capital R, dark blood red flag. So it's high up there. But I feel like a lot of these kind of run together. Yeah. So go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if you're combative, you're not a joy to be around and nobody's happy. So you can, <laughs> you can lump some of these together. So I don't know. What yeah. do you think? You think we talked all those out pretty well? Yeah, I think so. I think they, they went really well. I actually think this one was like a lot deeper than the last episode. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. 
I like it. But these were a lot of these were very personal to me and I think yeah. to you as well. But absolutely some of these like, man, I remember <laughs> I lived this. Yeah. <laughs> so because um, other ones were just kind of like, you know, eye rollers where it was like, oh, being arrogant, ugh, eye roll. Yeah. Being negative, ugh, eye roll. Yeah. And then it was like combative. And it was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I've dated this. Right there, not FIFA full fun. That was so stupid. What? Why? You've never gone, mm, no. I hate that. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. All right. <laughs> Well, right, guys. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us tonight. What do you think, audience? Did you like this? Oh, they did. Oh, is that too loud for you? Guys? That was so loud in my ear. All right. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. All right. We love y'all. Thank y'all for joining us this week. This has been Caleb. I almost accidentally said love you guys. <laughs> like like ending a phone call like, all right, love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I do love you guys. Maybe Darcy doesn't, but I do. Okay, I'm glad you're I here. I love most of them. I'm glad you listen. Same. <laughs> the 99.9% .9 of you. I love y'all. Guys, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I know we're going to talk about it. <laughs> see you next time, guys. See you guys.